0: Welcome
1: to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host Brian Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis and for this week's episode we're going to take a break from the movies. Only one week folks, don't get don't panic. <laughs> And we're going to talk about the event I just attended, the Rockin' Pod Expo 2019, Rockin' Pod Expo 3. It was another amazing and incredibly entertaining year in Nashville for me. And as you will hear from everyone that posts a recap episode about their experiences, every single year it gets better and better. And as awesome as 2018 was, 2019 was even better. And for part of this episode, we have an awesome exclusive from the fabulous band Black Heron, who, of course, was part of the 2018 festivities. Uh, David Swick, who is Black Heron's drummer and an all around awesome guy, he sent me over two brand new tracks from the band, and you can hear them at the end of this episode. How cool is that? So while it was a major bummer, they couldn't be, you know, Black Heron couldn't be there this year. Uh, we'll hopefully see them in 2020, and hopefully we'll hear a whole new album. I can't wait to hear it, guys. All right, so getting to Nashville for me wasn't without its challenges and headaches. So my flight from San Francisco was supposed to depart at noon Pacific time on Friday, and then I would arrive into Nashville around 7 p.m. Central. Unfortunately, my flight was delayed when I arrived to the airport by about two hours. Then, about an hour before I was supposed to board, it was canceled altogether. So, you know, as this is going on, I'm somewhat panicked because customer service tells me that the only flight they have is the next day, and I wouldn't arrive to Nashville until about 6 p.m., which means I would basically miss the entire expo. But fortunately, there was an option on Friday for me to fly from San Francisco uh, to Seattle and then quickly connect to Nashville from Seattle, getting me into town uh, at about midnight. So the great Ralph Fierro, of course, that's Dr. Fuck for all of you from the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, also had a miserable time getting to Nashville. He had a seven hour delay for his flight and didn't get to the hotel about 10 p.m. on Friday night. So I think Vinny Vincent put a hex on the airlines across the nation. Uh, but Tim Bream got his revenge. And, and Tim knows what I'm talking about. If you have no idea about Vinny Vincent, uh, yeah, you, you're probably better off. Of course, even the good fortune of getting the flight to Seattle wasn't smooth, as I received the golden ticket of being placed across from a kid who puts King Diamond to shame with ear-piercing shrieks for the entire 90-minute flight. (laughs) As Roddy Dangerfield used to say, the kid was the poster child for birth control. Anyway, enjoy these hilarious bits about flying and children from the late, great Robert Schimmel and George Carlin. I flew up here on Southwest Airlines on the Shamu the Whale plane.
2: They have a plane that's painted like Shamu the Whale from
1: SeaWorld, which is a great idea because
2: if that goes down on the ocean, that'd be real easy to find, huh? And <laughs> you're trying to get out and a real whale's humping your window. <laughs> they want you to have a great flight and they tell you all the things that can go wrong. In the event of a loss of cabin pressure, a small mask will drop from the ceiling, put it on and breathe normally. That doesn't save you, just make sure you don't smell everybody else shitting in their pants on the way down. (laughs) This plane is equipped with five emergency exits, not including the big one that'll be created on impact. In the event of a water landing, water landing or crashing in the fucking ocean. (laughs) Your seat cushion can be used as a flotation device. Yeah, till the sharks come. And then it's a bobber. Shark eats you, eats the cushion, and has a little fiber and has a nice shit the next day. I have a friend that scuba dives. He says, you know what you're supposed to do if a shark's bothering you? Bothering? It's not like they're going, hey, you got 50 cents? He said, you punch him in the face. Yeah, and then when that doesn't work, you poke him in the eye with your stump. What if he wasn't even gonna attack you? What if he's just curious and he's swimming by and he I Hey, what the fuck? What'd you do that for? I thought you were gonna attack me. Yeah, I'm going to now. I was gonna let you go, but the other sharks are watching. It doesn't look good now. You know what's weird about plane crashes when you watch the news and they say that people have to be identified by their dental records? Because if they don't know who you are, how the fuck do they know who your dentist is? (laughs) I saw a crash on CNN. They had a guy standing out in the field going, yeah, the plane crashed over here, decapitated this guy. He's apparently dead. Good guess. No, the head's alive by itself. Psst, over here behind the bush. What would you say if you saw something like that? Hey, you okay? I can't feel my legs. Don't look down. What if your brain lived for a minute after your head came off? I mean, chickens run around with their heads chopped off. be kind of weird to see some torso hopping around in front of you. Shit, look at that! Hey, that's my shirt. Oh, fuck, my head's off. This is bad.
3: The self-esteem movement revolved around a single notion the idea, the single idea that every child is special. Boy, they said it over and over and over, as if to convince themselves, every child is special. And I kept saying, fuck you. (laughs) Every child is clearly not special. (laughs) Did you ever look at one of them? Don't take a good close look at one of these fucking kids (laughs) they're goofy they're fucking goofy looking they're too small they're way too fucking small they're malapportioned their heads don't fit their bodies their arms are too weird and everything can't walk across the room in a straight line and when they talk they talk like i got a mouth full of shit they're incomplete incomplete unfinished work i never give credit for incomplete work. Now, P.T. Barnum might think they're special, but not me, I have standards. But let's say it's true, let's grant this, I'm in a generous mood, let's grant this proposition. Let's say it's true as somehow every child is special. What about every adult? Isn't every adult special too? And if not, then at what age do you go from being special? to being not so special. (laughs) And if every adult is special, then that means we're all special and the whole ideal is is all its fucking meaning. (laughs) Here's another platitude they jam down your throat. Children are our future. Children are not our future. And I can prove it with my usual flawless logic. Children can't be our future because by the time the future arrives, they won't be children anymore, so blow me! Yes. As you may have noticed, I always like to present a carefully reasoned argument. Raising a child is not difficult. They try to make it into this mysterious, difficult task. Nothing to it. Easiest thing in the world to raise a kid if you follow the steps. First step, you take the kid and you put him out on the street corner and you leave him there. You come back a week later. If the kid is still there, you got yourself a stupid fucking kid. (laughs) Then you just proceed from that point. It's all bullshit, folks. It's all bullshit, and it's bad for you. Then they want to show you the pictures. The pictures, here's another ordeal. The pictures of these little gargoyles that they have loosed from their loins. A lot of these professional mommies, they think there's nothing better than having a baby. Oh, they think it's the biggest thing in the world, having a baby. I call it pumping out a unit. That's all they're doing, pumping out a unit. Some of them every year, like clockwork, like an assembly line. Hey, Jeff, want a kid? How about twins? Polluting the earth. Polluting the earth with these creatures who have no future. They have no future. Have you pictured what this planet is gonna be like in 40 to 50 years? It's gonna be a big, smoking ball of shit. A big, smoking, flaming, stinking ball of gaseous shit. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. It's irresponsible to have more than one child. Have one. Have one child. Replacement value for yourself, that's all. Don't even replace your husband. Don't replace your husband. No. He's done enough fucking damage as it is. But they wanna show you the pictures. Sometimes they warn you, that's a good thing. Hey, you wanna see some pictures of my kid? No. (laughs) Just describe them to me. But they show you anyway. Two ways you can handle it, I've found. Got two ways for you to handle the pictures. First one is the easy way. You just kind of matter-of-factly go along with the game. Uh-huh. Boy. Yeah. Girl. Older boy. Older girl. Good. Four. Listen, I have to go wash my crotch. I'll see you later. And you get the fuck out of there. Or you can do what I do. Do what I do. Be a little honest about what you see. Take a chance. Tell the truth. Look at the fucking head on that kid. Jesus, fucking head is huge. Where'd he get a fucking head like that? Jesus, have you put him on YouTube yet? Boy, you did a lot of hits with a head like that. Or put him on eBay, you might make a little money, you know? I'm sure some European circus would snap his ass up in a fucking minute. God damn, that thing is unusual. Listen, maybe he'll grow into them. You never know. Huh? Never tell with kids. Hey, let me ask you a practical question. Where do you find hats for a kid like that? <laughs> tell the truth, don't be bullshitting people. Don't be bullshitting There's enough bullshit as it is, folks. Just plenty of bullshit. Then they wanna show you the pictures of the little girl whose second teeth are coming in. And they think it's cute. It's not. <laughs> It's fucking horrifying. (laughs) Did you ever take, Do you ever look at the teeth on some of these kids? Do you ever take a good close look in the mouth? You ever look in there, see what's going on? Sometimes several rows of fucking teeth coming in? Coming in at all funny angles? There's one under the tongue, that's an unusual place for a tooth. A sublingual tooth, my God, look at that. Once again, tell the truth. You better start saving your money right now, pal. (laughs) It's gonna cost you a fucking fortune to fix that. You are gonna need an international team of orthodontists around the clock. Just to make it dead, you might want to call FEMA. That looks like a real fucking me. Look at it. Yeah, you have the number of the National Guard. Give them a ring, that's good. Listen, uh, why don't you just have them all pulled and let her start over again, you know? Or take a picture of her with her mouth closed. That would save you a lot of heartache in the long run. Listen, you're not Catholic by any chance, are you? Well, the reason I ask you is you might want to take her to Lourdes and pray for a miracle over there.
1: So I arrived to the hotel in Nashville a little after midnight and text the amazing Wadzilla. Ian Wadley, and he says, come to the room, he's watching The Godfather, how's that for a damn good movie memory, and I wish I had been recording, because I got to hang with Ralph and Ian until 3am that night, it was like a super long episode of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, while they went back and forth about everything under the sun, from Ian's drinking constantly since 3pm that day, to him basically talking to me for the first 15 minutes, only in Godfather quotes, (laughs) it was amazing. Other topics range from which Molly Crew was better. without you or Glitter. I said without you was slightly less horrible. Ian agreed. Ralph went with Glitter, which led Ian to, to say that he did, he needed another podcasting partner. We got to watch Ralph's latest episode with the Fuck puppet, which is hilarious. so go check out Ralph's three sides of the coin page <laughs> and and you get to see the puppet, which if you haven't already, it's it's amazing. For real, those three hours with Ralph and Ian and all the airline, you know, all the airline bullshit was immediately washed away. And it was a perfect way for me to kick off my expo experience. And because, you know, they're the podcast kings, hands down. I absolutely adore the guys. So even though I missed the pre party show, which I was told was really well done with uh, the rock and roll residency performing. Uh, in true Ian Wadley fashion, I was told he stole the show, went to his horror, the residency played not one, but two Sammy Hagar songs. and Ian promptly said, "Fuck this shit," and went out and had a smoke until the misery ended for him, and as he would say, for all of humanity when they have to hear Sammy Hagar songs. <laughs> So sadly, there were a few awesome folks that couldn't make it to the podcast uh, convention this uh, year for a reunion. You know, Metal Mike Tyler, Jason Reith, the VIP Scott Stein, and Matt Wellersdick, and so I'm really hoping to see you guys next year. However, there were tons of new folks that I had finally had the pleasure of meeting in person starting on Saturday morning, the day of the Expo. I got to see Big Bushy, Nate Atchinson, who not only has his podcast, The Plug, with uh, Bushy and the Mountain Man, but he also is part of ThatMetalStation.com, which you're or as truly is a part of, as you know. So, Bushy attended the first year of the expo but couldn't make it last year, so I finally got to hang out with him a bit, which was great. And, and Bushy has one of the best radio voices around, and he's just an awesome guy to boot. And uh, basically, because he drove from uh, North Carolina, uh, he was the only one in the group that had a vehicle handy, so it was imperative that he drive Ian to get a new vape pen on Saturday morning or as Ian affectionately calls it his uh, douche flute uh, because, you know, Pap's blue ribbon will only go so far for the mighty. Wadzilla. <laughs> so after saving Ian's weekend with his new vape pen, uh, it was on to the expo and I immediately ran into Tim Bream, the king of memes. So we ended up getting a uh, breakfast and then he, he brought out a special surprise attendee and it was Vincent Cabignot. And Vincent has these incredible photo art skills and it was, it was so cool to meet him in person and see both him and Tim in action. And then at the end of the trip I got to hang out with Vincent and Tim a little bit longer and really got to get to know them and, and And it was tremendous. You know, this is what it's all about, folks. The expo was perfect. You know, there's a roomy stage for interviews and the bands to perform on. The, the tables from the various podcasts were really well placed and you never felt cramped from going you know, table to table to talk to folks. And behind the podcaster tables were vendors selling a plethora of vinyl, which was always fun to browse. And then next, when I was at the Expo, I got to meet the nicest and really the cutest couple, Charlie and Daniella, who tra- traveled up from uh, Florida to be at the Expo. And it was awesome to chat with them. And they are just terrific people. And And really, that's the main intention of this convention. It really gives the community of people from various parts of the world to come and finally meet in person after only being able to connect through the internet. So as cool as it was to meet the musicians, the likelihood of remaining in contact with them is pretty slim. However, the initial connections made from the Facebook pages and, and the regular folks and, and hanging out for a few days in person will last for a really long time in the future. Of course, none of this could have happened without the hard work and dedication of Chris Sinzak. It's it's pretty amazing how big the, the expo has grown in, in really three short years years Chris's goal was to bring the podcasting community together and his vision about the future of podcasting it was just spot on and it really was a pleasure to chat with Chris a bit and be part of a truly awesome event you know he's running around with uh, you know like like a crazy person because there's so much going on so he got to relax a little bit once once everything ended and it was good to chat with him so then while I was browsing the vinyl I noticed a guy next to me and it was none other than TikTok man Nathan Lewis and, and fans of the rock and metal combat podcast will know who TikTok man is He's an absolute gem. There is absolutely nobody like him and I had so much fun talking movies and music with him and he especially our love of Neil Diamond. That's right, Neil Diamond rules. So I'd be talking with him and then something would randomly catch his eye and he'd throw out these amazing one-liners and non-sequiturs and kisses is always his favorite target to go after and it was like being in a sequel to the Hot in the Shade episode from the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. So if you do follow Kiss and you can have a sense of humor about the band and how they can sometimes be come off as just ridiculous. This is a must-listen episode, or or just go read the lyrics to Read My Body. That might be enough for you. But also, check out TikTok's episodes on the Ralph Vieira uh, side podcast, Vieira Vault, where they go through the entire Beatles catalog. It's just fabulous stuff. Then, of course, there's the podcast themselves, you know, the Decibel Geek and Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. They were really the two that helped inspire me to launch Damn Good Movie Memories, and it's been amazing to have their support early on. Uh, They're always generous with their time, and I can't thank them enough for their loyalty and support of what I do throughout the years. It's great. So I didn't get a chance to chat with everyone there, mostly because Ralph and Ian were kind enough to let us hang out their table their entire time. But I did get to chat with a handful of great podcasters. Of course, our buddies, Stephen Michael and Sonny Pooney from the Growing Up Rock podcast, who have been on before. Go check out the Top 5 Soundtracks episode. That was terrific. So it was great to catch up with them in person. And then Stephen's wife, Jen, is just awesome. And she was great to talk with as well. I had a great conversation with Stephen Wright from the Potter Than Hell podcast and he's a big-time movie fan, so uh, I hope to have him on the show in the future. And, you know, it wasn't all music and movies because Baco from Cobras and Fire is a big uh, sports fan from Minnesota, so we got to chat a little bit about the Twins and Vikings. And then the glory days of my beloved... Well, at least back in the 80s, San Francisco 49ers. (laughs) Good times. And thanks again to Baco's co-host, Luz Cannon, for the uh, cool Cobras and Fire uh, Expo t-shirt. Really nice. Speaking of -of one-of-a-kind great shirts, uh, both Tim Bream and TikTok Man were kind enough to uh, present me with a few handmade... Uh, really awesome shirts. Tim created this fabulous design that has Ace Frehley in a cloak from Kiss meets the Phantom, and behind him is the giant silver space alien that that robot-looking guy from the original day the Earth stood still from 1951. So it's great to have that uh, because I'd seen that. You know, he only has a few of them printed. So thank you again, Tim. And then TikTok man has these killer awesome homemade Van Halen shirts that he surprised me with on Sunday before he left the hotel just so awesome Uh, David Lee Ross scissor kicks all around baby and in true TikTok fashion he couldn't just give me the shirt he had to to leave this little ditty before he actually gave it to me and I'll I'll paraphrase for the children out there because there's so many kids that listen to this uh, he claimed that there was only a little DNA left on the shirt, but most of it should be gone by now. So if you're cool as what I'm talking about, uh, never mind. You know. Again, I, I really I have to thank Ralph and Ian uh, because in addition to being the most gracious hosts ever, they also allowed Tim, Vincent, Bush, and myself to co-interview the musicians for their podcast. I mean, how cool is that? How many popular podcast hosts would let their fans co-interview? The answer is only one, the mighty Rock and Metal Combat podcast, hands down. It was great. Ian and I co-interviewed Brian Damage Forsythe from uh, Kicks and Rhino Bucket, which was a huge treat for me because I'm an enormous fan of him and both his bands. And I'm really hoping the audio came out okay. It was a little noisy, but uh, you'll hopefully hear that interview sometime on Rock and Metal Combat in the future. And, and really, thanks again, guys. That, that was truly awesome. Then around 5 p.m., the highlight of the expo for me happened when Ralph and Ian were part of the podcast jam session and they performed You Can't Stop Rock and Roll by Twisted Sister. And I do have audio of their performance, which is great to hear. But really, do yourself a favor. The video is priceless. It's on the Facebook page. Ralph's singing his ass off while Ian is just doing one hilarious thing after another, putting the, the mic into Bill Yuma's Eam, face who was playing bass, and he's doing all these facial expressions, and then, of course, missing his cues for the chorus, and then making up things as he went along, and it's just pure gold. As TikTok man put it, Ralph did an amazing job, but Ian was the eye candy, clearly. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs>
4: We are the sick motherfuckers!
1: But if you think they couldn't top that, it got even better as Ralph and Ian recorded a live podcast in front of a packed room. And it was amazing. No joke. It was like a Friars Club roast and the guys absolutely obliterated everyone in the crowd. And I'm pretty sure uh, they're going to put it up in the future. It was just absolute comedy gold. It was terrific. It, it, it will be a must listen. And again, TikTok Man was clearly the very special guest asking one hilarious question after another. And uh, he even let it out uh, that the day of the expo, that was actually my birthday, and so in and uh, in which Ian kindly threw his giant pink Vinnie Vincent moo dress from the year prior at me, uh, but not before rubbing it all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> so it may have been from, uh, you know, VV, but I think I may have contracted VD instead. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ian. After the live taping, I checked out Dave Ellison's Band for a bit, and it was cool to hear Devil's Island from uh, the Peace Cells album that was performed, and plus Tony Harnell from TNT did an awesome job on the Green Man Alishi, which of course was the Peter Green era Fleetwood Mac classic, and then it was immortalized by the Mighty Judas Priest, and then Ralph joined the guys on stage for a great rendezvous of Peace cells very cool but the night wasn't over and ralph and ian live streamed on facebook from their hotel room and you get to hear the perfect radio voice of aaron camaro from the decibel geek podcast along with a few quips from yours truly what a blast man it was it was uh, kind of like the night before where i got to hang out with ralph and ian for this time an old school pizza party until about 2 a.m and ian kept drinking because of course he does and uh, again, if you're a fan of podcasts, especially the Rocky Metal Combat podcast, you will not be disappointed if you attend next year.
5: All right, we're back live. I know I said we were going to leave, but we're back. And we got some. Uh, hell yeah. we got Brian Davis, the, good movie the Man. Golden Throat, and Mr. Aaron Camaro from the Decibel Geek. And, and, and it says, unfortunately, Metro stopped, but it hasn't. It, we're still rolling, see? Yeah. Because I got a weird phone. But anyway, Tim am still here. I'm still drunk. Hell yeah. Next year, Rockin' 5-4? Mm, what do you say, huh? I think so.
0: Rocket five so. 4, your mother's a
5: whore.
6: Be there. <laughs> 2020. I looked at I looked at what happened today down there, and I thought about, like, originally I thought, Chris, man, wow, you're taking a huge gamble, you know, moving up to this hotel. You know, Nashville Palace last year seemed like it was the perfect size, you know, and I, I'm not a gambler. Chris Sinzak, he's a gambler. Yeah. And I said, man, I don't know, you know. I don't know if that's going to work. You know, it's such a big step. But then today I'm in there, and I look around, and I see, man, this shit would not yeah. have fit in the Nashville Panthers, oh, no, oh, no, it no, had no. to be in a bigger, have a bigger stage, and it did. And, man, I met so many cool people. I met my friend Ian, I see my friend Ralph, and all kinds of other people. Man, right. We had so much fun today. If you were not at Rockin' Pod this year, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, you missed out. And now, what do you got to do? got to wait all the way until
0: next year. <laughs> yeah. And you better not miss yeah. out then. That's then. right. And you know how I knew it was a success? Because this year, there was... Four women. Yeah. Four women. And four more than last here. Yes, and they right. and they all smoke. And girls who smoke are hot. hot. That's a true story. That's really? a true story. It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger. Look at look at all these motherfuckers. Everybody was part of something today. Everybody got to talk to rock stars, hang yep. out, have a good fucking time, get fucked up, and uh we're gonna charge it to the underhills tab. Or Cenzak, fuck it, man, it's, it's awesome. Char- just charge this, Chris yeah. soon. So we'll, we'll Call room service order another case of beer. Uh, He's Polish. He won't figure it out till a week later, till too late. Why am I so much in the hole? I thought Rockin' Pod was <laughs> a success. <laughs> what happened?
1: Send it to his room. Send yeah. the cost. No, nah, it's gonna be Rockin' Pod for the revenge. Yeah, where the shark follows oh, everyone yeah. Yeah. It roars the shark like a lion. Roars. Yeah, like a lion. Roar, yeah. Roar, yeah.
5: And. <laughs> To top it off, what a great <laughs> fucking show, huh?
0: That was a hell of a roar. Yeah, man. That was as good as you can't you can't <laughs> stop rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of farce. Roar that, like yeah. the lion, you go <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. This is why we don't do live podcasts. Right? Yeah. Hey. We did it
0: today. We did,
6: this is why I co-host on uh Rock and Metal Combat podcast only once every yeah. year. Yeah, 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 like fucking me here. Otherwise it's too special. You. Yeah, he's yeah. due.
0: If if you see fucking Eric Camero on the Rock and Combat podcast, you yeah. get six more weeks of winter. <laughs> 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 fucking hedgehog over here. God yeah. damn! Rockin' yeah, Pod Three is in the fucking books.
5: And look what Mick Walkton says. He says, "Please tell me you guys crashed the Vinnie Vincent birthday party." Well, we would have, but it. he canceled. Uh, we not, canceled. We got some oh, secret yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's oh, wow. coming. It's I coming. Didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, there's that it, photo
5: out there that's real. Uh, but the I fucked mean, up thing is,
0: Vinnie Vin, Vin, yeah. Vin, Vin yeah. Vincent canceled. But BJ Cramp did have a birthday party, and nobody went. Yeah. <laughs> True story. True story. Fucking poor BJ. Oh, Rock man. and or roll, or good or bad podcast. We fucking. Went. Where are you at, BJ, you motherfucker? Yeah, you deserve it. We're all that. having a good time.
6: BJ was a fucker. I'm up on stage singing my ass off, singing some 2000, man. I look around, who's got my background vocals? BJ Kuna, standing in front of his microphone. <laughs> about this far away. <laughs> 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 Help me out here, man! Help me out! <laughs> Left me hanging, but we still yeah. rocked it. But it man. rocked it, and then yeah. we
5: got up on stage yeah, and you we guys fucking rocked it. Yeah, you guys, shit, you're, you're, gonna, it. you're
0: gonna see all this shit on Facebook in the coming days. You've seen a lot tonight. Yeah. More pictures are gonna be uploaded. More interviews are gonna be uploaded. You're going to get special episodes from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, from Decimal Geek Podcast, from Dan Good Movie Memories. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, Tim Green. I don't know what the fuck he does. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, So he's going to make fun of Kiss with a picture. <laughs> and, right. and Vincent Cavanaugh is going to help him. Absolutely. So, right. uh, <laughs> fucking and Pod 3, man. You should have fucking been here. Been,
5: but for yeah. those of you who didn't make it and you helped, thank you because we couldn't have done it without That's you. Right. That's Rockin right. and Pod yeah. 4. Yeah. Come yep. there's going to be a lot of whores. Yeah. And blow.
0: Yeah right <laughs> better <laughs> because well, yeah, I mean,
6: yeah, Lord knows there ain't any at three yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you got somewhere in room 805 exactly. <laughs> it's on the eighth floor and then a zero then a five bring cocaine and those and, yeah, and
5: those that come next here cry for help. Bring coke. It's <laughs> a coke. of <laughs> You know, bring cocaine if you're coming on a plane, because me and Ian are too chicken shit to go to jail. Yeah. yeah. But we know you guys got balls, so bring some coke and mm-hmm. smuggle it on a plane, and let's fucking party right here. Yeah.
0: We spent around. all our money on Japanese imports of Loverboy. <laughs> we need coke. We have no coke money left. <laughs> Show up. <laughs> Did we have coke money in
5: the first place? Uh-huh.
7: Please give James a <laughs>
5: <laughs> Smack em a gob! All right, guys. Uh, Rockin' pot. Uh, we might be back in a couple minutes. Yeah, you never be, know. We, <laughs> we <laughs> might have some, knock some knock more people off. coming through the room. So uh, rotating
6: an assembly of guests. That's uh, right. Exactly.
5: And we got dude, like the arrow? MC so, here. All right, so uh, tired, man, I worked hard today. Signing off. Like eight hours. Later.
1: <laughs> So the next morning, I got to sleep in a little bit, which was much needed after two days of going nonstop. And then we headed to Kim Mills' shindig after a live taping of his podcast, Zilch, which is a Monkees-themed uh, podcast and is very popular, Monkees being the, the 60s band. And that was cool to see the Podfather work his magic. But the best part was actually before getting there, as uh, Bushy was driving Ralphie Ian and myself to the show, Bushy decided to play one of Ralph's least favorite Judas Priest songs, Parental Guidance. Ian, if you don't know, loves the song, and and Ralph likes to bust Ian's balls for this. And uh, so, while Ian's singing his lungs out, Ralph decides to do a reworking of the lyrics to the expense of Ian. And I really wish I had taped it, but these are the gems you miss if you don't show up in person, folks. Trust me, it was priceless. <laughs> to chat with Chris Sinzak's brother Eric at lunch on Sunday before I headed back to the airport, and Eric is a huge movie buff, and I really hope to have him on the podcast in the future. We need to make that happen. So again, if you're a fan of rock music and, of course, podcasts, the Nashville Rock and you know, Pod Expo is one of the best weekends you will have all year. You're going to meet super cool people in addition to the music artists. Seriously, you won't regret it. And if you stay longer, you can even hang out in Nashville, which is an awesome city. So as I promised, here are two new tracks from the You know, one of the true highlight bands from 2018, Rock and Pod Expo 2, Black Heron. And so you get to hear Outlaws of the Street and kicking and screaming. Enjoy and talk to everyone next week and thanks again to everyone who made my Rock and Pod Expo as memorable as it was. <laughs> The is hey, this is Brian Davis, and you might know me from the Damn Good Movie Memories Podcast. And now get ready for the Bad Beat Show on ThatMetalStation.com from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern every Wednesday night. I'm going to play some kick-ass hard rock inspired by the blues, because after all, the foundation of all things rock and metal is, of course, the blues. So join me every Wednesday night for the Bad Beat, because even when you lose, you still win.
0: there ain't nothing else like it. The one, the only, the original, Biera Vault. On Podbean, Stitcher.com, and iTunes. Spreaker. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>